I told her I was just going to bring them downstairs to the studio for the podcast. And she's like, fine. And she's exhausted. I said, I got, I got so many videos that I can play on YouTube to zonk them out. Mm-hmm. I have like 18 hours of fantastical lights and shit to play with music. Mm-hmm. Dang. But like he usually goes to sleep if he lays on us. But he's not going to sleep. He's not going to sleep. I think he just wants to rage, bro. He wants to watch 80 movies, 80s movies all night with his dad. With vodka and coke. Bro. Well, he drinks a, a vodka and coke. <laughs> so Man, that's... he looks he looks like he looks like so healthy. Oh, dude, this kid's fucking humongous, dude. He eats on the dot every two hours and 45 minutes. Amazing. You could set a clock to when he's hungry. It's funny how kids, like, when they're, like, one to five, they're so in tune with, like, natural order. Like, when you set a schedule, they keep it better than you can. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We lose it as we get older. Like, our ability to, like, to micromanage this time schedule gets weaker unless we like habitually try to keep it in play. But like kids are naturally waiting for that first introduction for a structure. And once they get it, they're like, oh yeah, I'm eating every two hours and 45 minutes on the dot. Like my body's not gonna mess a second around. Like, you know, miss a second or miss a minute. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like we can control hunger, but at, at his state of consciousness at his immature mindset right he can't control he can't control he can't control his hunger and his body is growing at such a rate right now right that his body his body and mind is at such a high demand for food nonstop. like his you can see that he's gorged after he takes a bottle you can see that his abdomen is gorged and then it goes, and then it goes away. And and then when he's crying, he's not gorged. And then when he's satisfied, he is gorged, right. and uh, things of that nature. Wow. So, it's a definitely unique science and a unique um, oh God, isn't it? Thing that's going on. So, no, man. But he's awake, man. That's what's killing me. He needs to be sleeping now. <laughs> oh, you want him to be asleep right now? He's not going to bed anytime soon, guy. Well, if I just keep doing this, like, uh, I just put a new battery in the vibrating bassinet. He's, it's got a, it's got like this vibrating sensation to it. He's mm-hmm. got the lights. He's got the music. Yeah. 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 Incredible, man. So, um. Yeah, man. That's what it's like being quarantined with a newborn. I mean, this is like so legendary. Like, you have one of the coolest dad experiences going on right now. I have to say. Like, I, I, I guess. I mean, it can be. It's it's very frustrating at times, man, because right. you're stuck in the house twenty two seven. Because I'll go out for a run, or we'll go on a walk, or we might have her parents or my parents over or her brother and sister or her sister and brother-in-law over we might have company every once in a while and we're very particular about the company we have uh 
my aunt and uncle came over my aunt and uncle came over yesterday but they but they didn't even want to come in and they didn't even want to touch us because they're seniors so they dropped off some stuff they said here and we chatted outside the house for like a good half an hour you know for a good six feet away at least but we were six feet yeah we were like six feet away talking to them right and i was like guys i i'm not as freaked out and they're like we are i'm like oh all right, fine, whatever. They think the millennials are coming for them. Well, they ain't us, man. We didn't make the COVID. But yeah, it, it, it is scary. I mean, I know, uh, you know, people that age are like, I, I knew somebody that actually had a uh, had bronchitis around the same week. And I was just like, like bronchitis? Like, what do you mean bronchitis? Like, are you sure it's bronchitis, right? And she's fine now, but like, you know, she's above 60 and and her dad's even like 95 or something he's in super good health she's 60 she's like 60 or something yeah she's in great yeah great health but like dad 95 like two or three heart surgeries like you know nazi like partisan like killed a ton of nazis like back in the day he's like super healthy but like she lives a couple blocks down the road and she can't go visit him you know, one because she's sick and she doesn't know what the heck's going on. Like killed a bunch is, of what? She what? Her family killed a bunch of what? Oh no, her her father was a Nazi, like a like a partisan. A not uh, a so Nazi was, a Nazi partisan? No, no, he was a partisan, and as a partisan during the war, you're you're trying to you're trying to migrate across Europe over to mm-hmm. Israel so you could help the birth of Israel happen mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so um, his entire family was killed right and so he was the only one of like 11 or 12 siblings and including her parents all perished but the point of the story is that um, but they but he killed who he killed a ton of Nazis along the way like in Europe a ton of what not Nazis. Thank you. That's I, I didn't I didn't understand the word you were saying. Okay, killed Sorry. a bunch of Nazis. Got gotcha. you. He he got a bunch of Nazi scalps and um, along the and way met smiling. his wife. He loves he loves it. He's like yeah. you finally said it right. Nazis. I got it, buddy. I got it, Gabe. Don't you worry. I will yeah. get that pronunciation right. He, he loves he loves his little back rubs and his little tushy rubs. Oh my gosh, he's so adorable, dude. I think he likes. I think what, I, uh, I he doesn't like the light. That's what he doesn't like. I'm gonna put him yeah. in his bassinet. Yeah, any fluorescent. So, with that being said, welcome back to yet another episode of Zombie Squ- Zombie Squadcast. Here, in the midst of this quarantine, this COVID nineteen Corona Corona quarantine. I'm What's gonna call new? you back. I'm gonna call you back in one second. All right. So how's your show coming along? You've got your own podcast, Patience. How's that coming along? I mean, it's good. We um, it's obviously uh, it's much more interesting to have like a guest on the show, and I, you know, I've always got like a couple, like two or three guests in mind. I want to do like a 
you know, a fully scheduled episode, but then you got to get on everyone's schedule. Now it'll be interesting to see how everyone's schedule is with the coronavirus. I'm sure Can people. I'm sure people are a little bit more open schedule wise. It's it's probably a lot easier because there was a lot of like between three people schedules. It's like it tends to like compound in terms of oh something last minute comes up one person and it throws off the other two. But now I feel like it's probably way easier to get somebody on. Right. And there was this one actor that we want to have on, and we, like I want to do like an investing episode, like a real, like a valuable, like one-on-one for like investing breaking down this one book that i read it's pretty much the the basics of like what you would need to know for investing like not like an idiot and like understand you know different things like credit cards and uh, bank accounts and just like a really good solid valuable episode with an actor uh but we got to get him on he actually did a scene he was like the main actor in one of cashmere dj cashmere's videos okay and uh super talented guy and uh he was all interested when we, when we pitched him it was like last year sometime we pitched him he was like yeah this is great like i'm all about it and he went ahead to another podcast which was like you know a, like a lower like a lower octane podcast it was just a podcast for the sake of doing a podcast and it was interesting i got to learn more about him and i'm going to use more info that i got so you were him. on his podcast or he was on another one? He did a whole other podcast. He does his own. Because he was waiting for us to get back to him and like two months go by and he's like, I don't have to wait for your podcast. He'll still probably come on, but there's so many people doing podcasts now that like you don't have to wait. Like you can just do another podcast while you're waiting for somebody else's podcast if you're trying to get out there quicker. Right. So... I mean, yeah, I mean, it's tricky to like, it's it's just, it's always tricky in, you know, as far as media goes and branding and like film and TV and independently starting, you know, a YouTube series or a podcast or a show or trying to like sell something and to get traction. But the second you get traction, I mean, you and I have, you know, different views on quality versus quantity. And I, and I find like, you got to find a healthy middle ground. And it's like, I can't see it. Can't see it. Can't see it. Can't see it. I can't see it. <laughs> I know it's excess. Yeah. I know it's excess, but it's I, this virtual background. You can't, it's just too, it's too crazy. The background. That's it. Damn it. All right. If I drink it, you can't. You know what? It's because it's a green screen effect. It's not going on. Yeah, it's the green screen effect. It's the keying effect. It's the keying. It's the color keying effect. I mean, like I was saying. Uh, wait. Make your background the fucking picture of the product. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> but you know, like, we've had this discussion before, man. Like, I couldn't. Okay, that. Nah, still can't see it. You have to have like a white, you have to have like a white room. There it is. Pomegranate. Mmm, looks so good. Oh, no, no that's, the, oh, that's the blood orange, isn't it? Is that the blood this, orange? No, no, this is the caffeine-free one they sent me by accident because they messed up one of my orders. Oh, I can't wait to get that blood orange that I just ordered from you. Dude, it is. First of all, the ashwagandha is crazy, but like if you, like for me, I love the uh, the Pellegrino blood orange one. Like for years, I used to drink it, but it has like 20, 
six grams of sugar like a can of Coke does. Mm-hmm. So it's just not, it's not healthy if you drink any kind of soda every day. And that's certainly no exception. Or if you drank a bunch of orange juice or if you ate fruit all the time, it actually isn't good for your, you know, your, your glucose levels if you do it consistently long enough. Mm-hmm. But this is, right, it's all sugar-free. And it tastes, it tastes like you're drinking something bad. That's what's funny about it is that it tastes like you're drinking that soda or that, you know, Pellegrino that you love, but it's just got, you know, 40, 100% of B12, which is like the best way to get energy, way better than coffee, no crash. You got your, you know, 300% of B6 and then just a ton of other good vitamins. But like energy drinks to this day, what I think is funny is that are still using sugar, which is they know is highly addictive and gonna get people to repeat buying and create volume and sales more than trying to actually create people having an addiction on something that's good for them that will easily also create a repeat buy, but it's more expensive. I mean, like even a product, like, like you're saying, like even a product, you have to like get traction, you have to get the word out and you just got to keep kicking people in the head with your product, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a YouTube channel, whether it's music videos, whether it's a fucking energy drink. And here's one way, here's one way to uh, kick people in the head, you know, Now, where where have I seen this before? I feel like I've seen this before. What is this we're watching here? Looks like a mug I know who's currently cleaning an engine on the back of a fire truck. <laughs> so that's, you know, we don't have to watch that 18, 20,000 times. <laughs> oh, we totally, we totally should watch it. You should totally give us the director's cut of it right now. Director, director's cut was, uh, I think I made, I think we saw the director's cut. It's a five minute infomercial. It's not even a commercial. It's an infomercial. But I mean like the director's like, you know, when the audio is Oh, low, the commentary? Yes. Make, oh, a commentary. Oh, okay. Yes, uh, just drive but around I, your I neighborhood know. for three hours and keep drinking more and more and more energy. Give us, give us. Give us the play-by-play. There is, there is no excess with excess. You can't have too much excess. There is no excess with excess because it's that good. It's that powerful. And then you got this. What is G Growth hormone? Growth and hormones? Yeah, it's a pound of, it's a pound of growth hormone. <laughs> this is soap, bro. This is soap that's going to last you like two years. It's a whole liter of G&H soap, which is amazing because it has green tea extract. It has white tea extract in it, which is immune building for your body. In these uncertain times. In uncertain times, Gilby's vodka is the only thing Gilby's, you need to consider. Gilby's vodka is the only thing you need to be concerned, concerned yourself with, okay? Yeah, yeah. Gilby's, $9.99. You want to talk about a liter, my friend? This soap? You should this, bathe in. This is 1.75 liters of good fucking vodka. It's so good I would drink it. It's, it is, this is 40%. It's a 80 proof. Uh, how many distilled? How many times distilled? See, the more times distilled, the better. Whatever, fuck it. it is. Nobody really cares about vodka also. 
That's the problem. That's the problem. Vodka, not a problem in Russia. Lots of people care about not, it. Not problem in Mother Russia. It is not problem. I it's give no you problem. problem if you keep giving me problem. Do we? Oh my God! This problem? is what we. This is what we reverted to. This is our quarantine podcast. So, so name. Um, tell me about the most recent book, film, or show that you have ingested. Yeah. So I'm. I'm kind of on a. A media diet I've been for some years. I really haven't been watching much TV and movies, but when I do, it's like it's like either like I hate it or love it. And so I had a love it experience the other day. And I'm not sure if we mentioned this on another podcast the other day, but the um, the Hunters is like every little like you know Jewish kids like comic book fantasy come to life, man. It's mm-hmm. like. You know, they got the Black Panther, black people got Black Panther, white people got 7,000 superheroes to choose from. I don't even know all the ethnicities, but they probably white should people, be a white people, White people have Captain America, black people have Black Panther, but Jewish Caucasian, like your, your Aryan whites that are non-Nazis have Captain America. And then you, the uh, okay. black people have Black Panther. But What about Chinese? What about like... Chinese, Ch- the Chinese have Shang-Chi. Okay, what about Indian people? Um, they got that Street Fighter character with those legs, man. What's his name? Kunal? Kunar? I don't, I don't know. But he has the longest legs. Uh, moving on. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but jewish caucasians or jewish Jew, jewish people in general have the hunters huh yeah it's i mean it's cool we got we got al pacino on the team now so See, as he's like this is not the first time going. al pacino's played a jewish uh character really? is that no, right? this, this is like the third or fourth time well give us the backstory on pacino's uh tribe uh, dude really. i don't know i don't know what it is why he gets I mean, he can pull it off. He probably knows a bunch of Jews who's been in Hollywood for like he'll eight pull years. Off anything. He's but, so but he's really good. And and like even look wise, not to be stereotypical, not to be fascist or, or 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 stereotypical in any look, way. Look, he's but, Mediterranean. It's a Mediterranean people's he's playing. Dude, if you type in A L, he's the first one that pops up on on uh, IMDb. But um, <clears throat> yeah. Axis. He's doing Axis Sally. He's doing Hunters. Um, what the hell is that? He, play, he plays Jimmy Hoffa. Was Jimmy Hoffa Italian or Irish or Jewish? I don't know. He played Hoffa. Um, let's see. Phil Spector, I think, was Jewish. And he played Phil Spector. Okay. Um, he played Roy Cohn in Angels in America. And I think Roy Cohn was a Jewish character. Um, he, he sounds like it, yeah. but uh, he was in a movie called People I Know. He played Eli Werman. He played a he, Eli Werman was a Jewish character in a movie called People I Know. He played Eli Werman. Um, but then again, uh, for then before that, it was pretty much Italians. Yeah. So this is like his third or fourth Jewish 
character that he's played. It's not the first time, but this is probably going to be his most like over the top Jewish character. <laughs> Jewish character. Yeah, it's a little heavy. Like it's almost. I like haven't even the... started, but but it is out on Prime because that was on the uh, that was on the top of the list for me to to watch. I've been waiting for it, and there's like trailer. I don't like the way Prime does things. Mm. It's, they they advertise shit for months, whereas Netflix, if they're advertising it. It's coming out in like, it's coming out the next Friday. They'll advertise something. They'll start advertising on Monday for something that they're going to put out on Friday. Whereas mm-hmm. Prime will start advertising months out. And to be honest, Netflix, Netflix is the king, king of streaming platforms. So the whole universe is used to Netflix's way of doing things. And right. so, and so Hulu Hulu is streaming, but they won't. Re- they own. They release. Hulu releases one episode a week. Handmaid's Tales came out one episode every Wednesday at ten, mm-hmm. and it's like, why? Why aren't you dumping all the episodes just like Netflix does? Prime. That's, that's the way it used to be. That's the way it used to be with regular TV. Yeah, but it's streaming. Netflix rules all. Everybody should be following Netflix rules. As far as like the general right. the general public's mindset, and and I'm even at fault of that. Where, but Amazon's probably disrupting. They're trying to like they're trying to like take. They're back trying to do their own out. thing, and I get that, I get that. But but Amazon is bigger than just Prime. Amazon is product. Amazon is you know sales and shipping and and things of that nature. Um, yeah, I see it. Now you got your chocolate covered pre- excess pretzels energy bar. But but see, Netflix will dump all the episodes. Prime will advertise for months. You know, like with season two of Jack Ryan, we were seeing commercials for it. And then I'm trying to go watch it and it's not available. Season I two of Jack Ryan. So bad. It's so good. I'm that's sure a really so that's a really good show. That's a really I love good that show. actor so, too. So you're fur- so you're further along in Hunters now. Not to mention he's married to like Emily Blunt too. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't watch. I don't watch anything, bro. I'm not watching anything. I'm just I'm, except I'm for Hunters. To, I I literally got a 30 day like free trial for prime because I was going to watch it, but like watch two episodes, three episodes. And that was it. I'm not, I might, I might watch it because I got the, the prime for, you know, the month, but I'm not going to sit here and like watch TV because I have seven bazillion things I need to do. Like I need to hire people. Like that's how much stuff I, I want to get Dude, done. I sure. disagree. I disagree with this quarantine. What else is going on? You can knock it out. No, no, it's, no. This it's, is, it's, it's, it's tricky. It's the best time ever. It's the best time ever mm-hmm. for entrepreneurs that are doing like this work from home, this mobile type of, you know, build business building. I get this, cold this call brand people building. all day. Like, Absolutely. Like I'm a wolf Absolutely. Wall out here and I feel bad about I'm it. I'm sitting here editing roads. Going out. Yeah, I'm sitting here editing. I just I finished Rogues. Rogues is completely finished, and it's scheduled for release. Date yeah. to be d- date to be. Um, I'm not going to release the. I'm not going to put out the release date just yet. But Rogues is finished, and I'm in the middle of editing Sinister, and it's probably going to take me a week 
it only took me a week or two to do rogues it's going to take yeah. me another week or two to do sinister and yeah. then, and then schedule the releases because i'm doing the old school you know tv the way hulu does it one episode a week that's how i do sinister and rogues because why not milk it because a lot of youtubers do the same thing but back to what we were talking about um and I think we mentioned this in an earlier podcast episode is that the movies in the theater, they're kicking them out to on demand already. Well, because they have no choice right now for the indefinite six month period. Bro. It's like, it's like streaming, like just became the future, like overnight because of this. The coronavirus kicked it into like triple yeah. time. High gear. So now it's like, if anybody was curious about what the future would look like, where like everything was virtual like this is it we're, we're like living through it right now preview of like everything that's going to be like people are going to go out but like we're going to have so much more uh reliability and like comfortability with like virtual solutions so like everything on top of being able to go out too and so know? the beauty of that is um me and the me and the wife melissa we watch hulu pretty much all day every day and of course we have the prime package with Hulu. We have like the premium package and they still fucking yeah. show commercials. Right. Which pisses me the fuck off. Advertising uh, is the biggest industry. In the, it's not going so, anywhere, bro. Nike wouldn't be what it is without advertising. Come on, man. You well, let me, I'm going to bring that up in a second. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to jump back on to this whole advertising bullshit. However, on Hulu, we saw a commercial for the movie The Invisible Man. They just did a remake, a new updated version of The Invisible Man. And it was in the theater probably for a week or two. And, mm -hmm. and they dumped it straight to on demand because of the whole quarantine, obviously. It's a worldwide fucking quarantine. So me and the wife watched it. The best fucking movie out right now. One of the top three movies out right now out of the fucking blue some Bloomhouse, who did the purge who did uh i think Bloomhouse did the saw movies the purge movies lee winnell wrote and directed this movie the invisible man it's an updated remake retail retelling of the invisible man the classic horror movie and brilliant filmmaking I saw through it. I was able to predict a whole bunch of shit. The wife saw a couple of things. Some things are kind of predictable, but as far as filmmaking goes, horror, suspense, thriller, Invisible Man, the best like horror suspense movie of the year. Fucking intense, great CGI, great special effects, great filmmaking, great cinematography. The way they shot this movie was fucking brilliant. It, but it's intense and what's, what's the name of the but, film um i might as well just say spoiler alert because you haven't seen the movie have you i don't even know mm -hmm. what's the name of the but, film well what's the chance of you ever getting around to watching the movie And like five years exactly because all you do all you're doing these days is reading books and you watch like one episode a week of the of hunters and you're reading books and you're making cold calls i'm not yeah i'm not i mean i'm not doing all that but 
I have to watch stuff. I have to watch movies and TV. No, listen, about that's, the, that's homework about for me. that, about that. I had some divine inspiration earlier today about writing a screenplay. I got a great idea. And because of the dialogue that we've had in the past about how I want to like move forward with like how we should write something. We can jump on that later because that's our agenda as we move forward through this, uh, through this uh, quarantine. Let's not, let's not jump, let's not jump ahead just yet. I I do want to talk about um, your film ideas, your screenplay idea and, and things of that nature. But that's like oh, part, I'm, part I'm three. Not gonna, I'm not going to dump it on here. I'm gonna Hunters. Oh, I know you're not going to give the whole thing on here, but um, so I mean, we touched upon like that. So, so I guess we're in week four. We're just gonna we're just starting off on week four of our of our quarantine. My baby boy is going to turn one month old tomorrow. So, so that gets so that pretty much tells me Lachaim, Lachaim, Mazel Tov for all those that can't get in the huh land. The huh, the huh. cheers and Lachaim. Bang. So, <clears throat> getting on to like our second portion of the podcast discussing how our life is impacted so now here we are like like i was saying this is this is week four i'd say if my baby boy is about to be a month old that's probably essentially week four of this quarantine um how would at this at this stage how would you say your life is as of today impacted still by this quarantine differently the same Better, less, et cetera? I mean, I would just, I, I, I got to say, like, I feel like I'm on vacation from life. Like, I feel like this is, okay. it's really nice when, like, think of a runner on a track, like a long distance runner. He's trying to get to the end of the track. Okay. If all of a sudden, like, he could just stop in the middle of like mile four out of like 10 it would be kind of nice to like just to be able to not run you know That's and his run about. wouldn't be affected right exactly he's he could, ha- just, he, he could he's off. half so what you're saying is you're halfway to the finish line but you right. can stop and rest you mo- most times when you're running a mile or a two mile run you have to keep going mm-hmm. until you reach two miles Right. But but now you can stop rest, but you only have like a mile or even a or half a mile left, and you can rest for days, and then continue with a quarter mile, and you fucking kill it. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, I mean it's it's like uh, like I was getting ready to like you know do another six month run basically and just get get all my all my stuff knocked out and. Uh, it's cool. I get I get to now like catch up on reading, like that I wasn't like expecting to like get as much time on, but like now I can, and now I can do you know, basically I can I can focus more on how I can refine execution as opposed to just rushing to get it done and rushing to get it done and rushing to get it done. I could sort of map out a little bit more of the year, a little bit more of the, 
the three year, the five year, like normally it's like six months, one year. I'm like heavily mm -hmm. like macro focus. So I'm like one year max. I'm like six months and like three months and one month. But now I feel like I can really take a step back and be like, what, what I really want the bigger picture to look like in a less rushed way, you know? So it's nice, man. I get that. I get that. Um, yeah. I'm kind of still like since we last, since our last episode, because we're doing kind of like daily to like bi daily episodes. Right. I'd say I'm still in the same spot. Yeah. I've, I've got my batch of projects that I got to knock out. And luckily, I do have the two shows and two films that I have to edit, you know, um, post production, edit master and and release i mean there's a whole slew of scripts and outlines that you that, that i'm working on that you and i are working on together i'm working on alone me and my brother are working on some things um oh yeah some ideas and, you and so, paul? So, so, me and paul are working on some ideas together things of that nature god damn um, it let me get in on that man i want to zombie zombie squad but, but 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 um not to cut you off Absolutely, but not to cut you off, but Zombie Squad's picking up again. A um, couple more episodes of Zombie Squad. Zombie Squad took like a fucking two-month hiatus because of the baby and then the quarantine. Um, so some, some episodes of that are coming out, and I'm trying to, like, you know, find a way to, to, to squeeze, you know, every little buck out of this quarantine, like, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm trying to find ways to prank the wife every day, but me and the wife are pretty much living in shining. I mean, it's like it's like the quarantine. It's like cabin so wait, fever. So please, please help us understand where where the motivation, where the inspiration behind using the shining as a big uh, metaphor. If for you're your familiar wife. with this, if you're familiar with that fucking movie, if you've at least seen it once, it made an impact, and you know what the movie's about. And I guarantee you, five out of 10 families are dealing with the shining complex, this cabin fever complex. This describe, describe the phenomenon so, that is okay. the, so, the shining cabin fever complex. We can, jump, we can jump on this next, we can jump on a, a, a secondary, a, a film. I, I touched upon this on uh, previously, but this film, you know, the book, I, I I'll be honest with you. I never read the book. Um, so what? The Shining. Stephen King's The Shining. I never read it. Yeah. Okay. But I saw, but I saw the, the Stanley Kubrick film with Jack Nicholson and Shelley Duvall. Along with and, the rest of us. Along with the rest of us. So I take it you saw it too? I mean, everybody's seen The Shining. Bro. You, so, so you've seen it? Yeah. So, so it's important to have seen it. For, yeah. for people to understand it. So there's, a, there's another documentary out there. I forget what the documentary is called. I think it's called, I think the documentary is called Room 213. And it touches upon a number of theories behind all these different influences and all these underlying messages that Stanley Kubrick's trying to like say in the movie. But basically, in my personal opinion, people are like, you know, there's ghosts, the, the hotel's haunted. That's possible. Jack Nicholson lost his fucking mind. 
He was cool. Most people would agree with that. He, he, and I'm taking the shining in reality and in the film. Is the kid psychic? Who knows? The the whole the kid's whole psychic ghost thing is, in my opinion, is in the father's mind. Everything sure. is within. Everything is within the father's mind. And he's, and he's cracking up. Yeah. He's cracking up. Yeah. You could watch the movie and think one thing you could go back and watch the movie again and think something totally fucking different and then you could have someone tell you well it could be this third thing so you watch it again and you're going to completely change your fucking mind there's this whole theory about ghosts of native americans that were slaughtered 200 years prior and then and and they're on and this hotel is built on uh grounds that was native american property with Native American burial grounds that the, that the hotel was built on. And so it's all Native American ghosts. It's demons, it's... Um, now, in respect to Stephen King, Stephen King wrote a sequel book, which they made a sequel movie called Dr. Sleep. Ewan McGregor played the kid growed up. Did you say Ewan? Ewan McGregor. What do you say? Ian? Isn't Ian McGregor his name? Is I it Ian? It, I don't think it's Ian. Is it Ewan? Like Ian McGregor. It's spelled E-W-A-N. So you tell me how, how that's pronounced. We're going to we're gonna have to get some comments on this one. Is Ewan McGregor's name Ewan or Ian McGregor? It's not Ian. Comment in the uh, comment section below, please, because we don't fucking have a clue. We're going to need some help. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I really don't know. I really, like, I thought all these years, I feel like I've been, I've been duped. I feel like all I good. know his name. All good. Hold on. Now his name, I found out is Ew. That's fine. All right. In other in other more depressing news, ninety nine percent of Italy's corona fatalities were people who suffered okay. from previous All right. So hold on, hold on, hold on. Conditions. Hold on, my friend. Let's stick to one subject. Ninety nine percent of Italians' coronavirus fatalities were people who are already sick. Ninety nine percent. That's great. So, the pronunciation, Uwen. I was in, I, we were both pronouncing it wrong. Ewan, E-W-A-N, is distinctly American and incorrect. The name has Scottish Celtic origins and should actually be pronounced Ewan, Y-E-W-A-N. Oh, I should have known that from you Irish. I mean, I was, so I was skipping the Y part, Ewan, and yeah. I was pronouncing it Ewan, but Ewan. It's so, Ewan. Ewan, Ewan McGregor. Yes. It's good to know this is Celtic. This is a Celtic classic name. I feel like we should know. Ewan. Ewan McGregor. So Ewan McGregor. Ewan. Ewan McGregor plays the kid. Ewan. Shut up. Ewan McGregor plays the kid growed up, finds another kid, you know, living in his neighborhood that had the shining. And they, they both can read minds. They're both psychic. 
They, 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 they deal with other people that are psychic and suck souls. So there is the paranormal. So Stephen King wrote a sequel book and they made a sequel movie that explains that, yes, it is paranormal, it's psychic, it's spirits, it's demons, et cetera, et cetera. They go back to the hotel and they deal with that. Hold on, I got to deal with the kid. So they deal, they deal with go. <clears throat> They go back to the hotel and they deal with the paranormal aspect. But, I mean, this is like a whole nother, like, probably a four-hour podcast just talking about The Shining. Because there's ways of taking The Shining as just face value. The dad is losing, the dad's just cracking up. Cabin fever. He's fed up with his wife and kid. Oh my God, this kid. God, the irony. So you can take the movie at, at face value. You can take the movie at uh, paranormal value. And then you can take it at like third and fourth and fifth level Native American, American history, American slaughter, things of that nature. Stanley Kubrick's view there's this whole theory that there's this whole theory that Stanley Kubrick directed the videos of the moon landing because it was a hoax and Stanley Kubrick was hired to direct all the footage to make it look like we landed on the moon in the 60s. I heard that, yeah, that theory, right. So the documentary Room 213 explains all these different theories behind Oh, I've seen that. Oh, that's a great documentary. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And ex and and explains all these different theories and that the movie The Shining was Stanley Kubrick slickly admitting that he produced and directed the moon landing videos because they were a hoax. Because it's, he even like did a bunch of stuff. There's a bunch of subtle images in The Shining, the movie, Stanley Kubrick throwing at Stephen King, like, this is not your book anymore. This is my movie. Um, like, in the book, it was a red... Those are two powerhouses. I could see that. How yeah. That yeah. So, so in the book, um, it, was a, it was a red Volvo Beetle or whatever. What, it, what Volkswagen Beetle? Mm -hmm. And in the movie, Jack Nicholson's, Jack Nicholson's driving a blue Volkswagen Beetle. What is that? Is that a candle with a flame on it? Oracle candles. I can't see you, man. You're killing my show. You're bringing my show to a complete and utter fucking halt. Hey, fuck it. Anyway, The Shining, good fucking movie. You gotta focus, bro. You gotta, you gotta take the, uh, the punches. You gotta take the curveballs. Whatever. <laughs> That's what makes it great. That's what makes you great. Quarantine cur curveballs. Curve. But speaking of which, I found I found an incredible artist today. I think I really feel like it's worth. So that's how you're. That's how you're impacted. So you. So is this your? Is this your, how you're impacted? No, this is your next agenda. You found an incredible artist. So tell me about well, this. Yeah, no, I mean, this is not, this is not me like 
this is me plugging back into society like and like focusing on like what other people are focusing on it's like a, a an american idol contestant from like last year but like he's just like so mind-bogglingly talented and like he embodies i could definitely tell he embodies artists that i have a great deal of respect for in his music and he's like 24 he's like 25 now and he's since been on American Idol and played second and all that. Who's this? His name is, I think it's Alejandro Andra. He is so good. Okay. He is so incredible. I just feel like I, I rarely get to feel like a special moment with talent like that ever. I mean, even if it's just on the internet or, what, or you hear a song randomly, it's so rare that like I even let myself have moments like that where I'm like looking for it or like I run into it, like whatever the case is. But uh, yeah, just just an incredible, like rare find. Like I feel like is totally is totally worth his weight in gold. You know, just in every possible way. But let me uh, let me show you what I mean here. Uh, actually, I should probably not do that. Thanks for just showing me your entire life here. Yeah. Just broadcast please, please edit. Please edit I, that. I, I, I'll fucking edit now. I just don't have a timestamp. That's the problem. I don't have a timestamp. Uh, yeah. But this guy, dude, I mean, oh my God. Like, I cannot tell you how rare a talent like this is. And I just realized he has a video out that I haven't even seen. Hey, it's Brian from Sam Park. And if you're trying to build a real business Skip that ad, dude. Skip that ad, bro. Right. What's up? What's up, homies? This guy addressed Lionel Richie, Katie Perry. So tell us who you are, where you're from, your credentials, man. My name's Alejandro. Can you hear this? Alejandro. Alejandro. And, um... I grew up. Uh, Glenn, can you hear this? Just like really kid, but I was homeschooled. Picked up music. Credentials, man. Uh, my name's Alejandro. 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 And um, I grew up. Glenn, can uh, you hear this? Just like every other kid, but I was homeschooled. Picked up music later in life. Started to play out in the street. Really? So you taught yourself how to sing? You, I mean, how did you? Yeah. Really? Self-taught? The whole thing? It's the whole thing, yeah. Wow. I was always been, like, super nervous about singing, so I would, uh, I would play down the street and push myself. I play piano, too. And, wow. Yeah, and it's been pretty cool. Loving it. Yeah, man. What are you going to play for us? It's an original I wrote. It's called Out Loud. Out Loud? Yeah. It's, uh, it's about how I really didn't tell the truth when I was younger. And later on in life, it took me a while to really speak the truth. Very good. Hold me closer to your fantasy. I can try to be the one you love in me. I'm feeling you sort of like a burden. I feel that in my heart. Are you letting go of me now? I see the words across her face now. 
saving my last breath for you Broken hearts molded to prove Yo, could you hear the audio on that last one? I did. Yeah. It all, it, I mean, for the most part, it worked for me. I, I saw some playback issues, but so this artist, you know, directly, you know, indirectly. I don't, I don't, I don't know him at all, man. I just discovered um, it was a YouTube algorithm that found me. Oh, he was on okay. American Idol. It's just, just a, just a crazy, like, it's all, it's all, it's all talent, man. Like when you see something that's incredibly special, it don't matter if you know or don't know. It's just you just feel very lucky to have come across something, yeah. that, something that's so authentically great, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and I can tell you for sure because all these judges on American Idol were like, "You don't, you're too good to be on this American Idol show." And of course, he lost to some other more American Idol friendly country singer. Mm -hmm. But he's definitely the most authentic, like original, like writing original songs, performing original music on a platform that isn't really meant to like break a star until after they win. He was like broken into the show before he plays second. So he was playing all his originals where like most people are just doing covers on like American Idol. So mm -hmm. and he just put out a new song three days ago and it's got a you got signed to Hollywood Records, one hundred and fifty-four thousand views. See that—that's the thing. Like, it's mostly like the the third, fourth, and fifth place losers on American Idol. The ones that are and no way have, the ones that are truly going to have careers. Yep. Yeah. They are, they are, the ones that fail really? off the ones that fail off of American Idol are the ones that actually find um, more yeah efficient. What is that? This is new, his new video he dropped three days ago. Do you want to share it? I could. Oh. So I, I, I totally forgot where I left off. <laughs> so, oh, you're artist. So this is just some cat that you found on YouTube. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a, he's a American Idol last season. Second yeah. Runner. Not for the week at will, my man. Not for the week at will. Yeah. Let me tell you. Being a daddy, being a daddy is something else, man. You gotta wear your Batman suit and cape every day. And not only that, with the quarantine, dude. 
it is 24 seven. I can't go to work. I don't have daycare. There's no need for daycare. There's no need for babysitters. Yeah. Welcome to daddy daycare. It bitch. is all every fucking, fucking day. Every Yo, this day. This is what women do all the time. Every child they ever raise. So oh. You're just getting a glimpse into fucking. Well, goddamn. <laughs> goddamn. This is right, dude. No and shit. Imagine the women that are working full-time jobs and raising kids. Yep. Single mommies. Yeah, but yep. they, they drop the kid not, off to daycare of babysitters. They drop the kid off to baby they drop the kid off to daycare of babysitters though. No, most the kid moms, the kid the kid doesn't stay home. The kid doesn't stay home by itself at three three weeks old. Most moms are on maternal leave, right? For a little Mat- while. Maternity leave, yeah. Maternity leave, right? Yeah. And then you're saying that they get some sort of uh, babysitter for some years and then they get into school. But ultimately, the moms, when the kid becomes a little bit more of a less of a chore and more of a routine during the daytime, like the kid is just there. And less like, of a what? Less of a chore and more of a routine. Like the, ch- the child is more self sufficient. The child is more. I can't know, wait for this kid to turn 10, dude. Just be happy at five because at five. The kid will be able to feed itself. At at age five, the kid is still at least alive. He made it to five. Every fucking year is a fucking is an achievement. Holy shit, you're you're older. We fucking did something right. Community pack. Get this for all those parents who are dying of stress and can't. You're a fucking sale. You're you're a sales whore right now. You are a sales whore right now. Check the links below. I think wash those this, hands. I think, Don't touch your kids without think, washing your hands. I think at this point, I gotta. Uh, we're gonna have to bring this podcast <laughs> to a close because it's been a fucking complete <laughs> shit show. Literally, this kid diarrheaed everywhere through his through his onesie, through his swaddle, through his blanket. Diarrheaed everywhere. I had to take. I had to take everything and just throw it in the washer. And his shits are starting to stink. When they're when when literally from zero wow. from zero days old to about three weeks old, their shits don't stink. It's like this weird shit that like newborns have. And then I think at about a month old, it is rank, dank, green, liquid, toxic alien bacteria, goo. bro. The bacteria is alien goo, dude. Is the bacteria is is, is magnificent. It's crowned. It's it's you know you know what the word corona means. It means crown. Yeah. Well, um, I, I I'm gonna have to just bring this podcast to a close. It was a great podcast. I think uh, we got a lot of useless information out there to the public. Uh, I say today is uh, what's today. Sunday, March 29th. What would what would you say your next agenda is for the next day or two or three? <clears throat> My next agenda probably the next few days is um meet monthly goals. I mean sales goals every month are a big thing when you uh are trying to run a business. So gotta meet your monthly goals. So that and um 
yeah just trying to catch up on lots of backlog of the podcast and figure out you know how to how to how to reacclimate myself into this this new covid world that we're like just getting cozy in right now for the next six months it's going to be a whole life shift that i don't i don't quite know the answer to all of the decisions that you have to make to be productive but um boy it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a real fun ride i can't wait i um my next agenda i mean you you said it perfectly this this new covid 19 world this new coronavirus world i mean this is seriously going to impact and it's i'm not saying that the coronavirus is that that major of a disease of an epidemic or pandemic it's just the way we're handling it right now just 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 this next month or two is probably accurate it's probably proper and accurate and correct way to handle it Quarantine, stay inside, six to six to nine feet, social distancing. But it's drastically changing the way we live now. And it's going to change the way that we handle things in the future. I mean, we're going to be very cognizant of how we interact with with each other. Look, I got to tell you. Overseas, <laughs> overseas, like this, like travel, um, health it's going to drastically change the way we live for the next 40 years. Go ahead. I'll tell you the, uh, the communist Chinese party was about to take over the world. And all of a sudden the Wuhan and and Hubei provinces completely disrupt every supply chain for our manufacturing, for our pharmaceuticals. So now we are forced to start creating local solutions in our own country. And it's automatically happening overnight. Hand sanitizers are being locally produced. Purell is going to have new factories in Texas, I imagine. State, why not? Hey, I mean, don't you think at this point, U.S. production is going to quadruple, if not quintuple? We don't want shit coming here from China, and 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 not that, and not that saying you know outside sources is a bad thing you know but even getting something shipped from arizona dude china's the devil china is a communist regime okay you said that not me i'm not i'm not gonna get it i'm not gonna chinese people know this they come to america because of this estonians live in estonia they don't really come to america that much hey look it's still real in very few places in the world here's the joke here's the joke Here's a joke. I got two different beer stores that I go to. I got two different beer, wine, liquor stores I go to. One is owned by Asian Americans, and one is owned by. I love Asian culture. One's, one's owned by Pakistani Americans. And everyone's like, yo, don't go there, man. They're bringing it over here. And I'm like, what's the chance that, that they were. What's the chances that they went back home in the last six months? That's about as legitimate as every, you know, Muslim is a jihadist or... Exactly. I mean... Stupid, bro. You know, the guy sits there with rubber gloves on all fucking day bathing in hand sanding. He's about as clean as you and I. But but, But 
Because you and I are American. We're super but funny. this, but but that's <laughs> but that stereotype, that fear of outside sources, of outsourcing, of uh, foreign import export, is going to quadruple, if not quintuple, U.S. production. Uh, we're so, going to start making our own shit. We're yeah, gonna start, we're going to start making our own shit again. If if there was ever a conspiracy theorist that was afraid of the globalization of the world and China taking over and the sources of the world unifying, you know, currencies into one thing and 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 destabilizing American currency and cryptocurrency and RFID chips, like this is the one correction that will shut all that down because now each yep. country's got to be autonomously responsible for their own resources. They're gonna go back into what makes each country great about producing what's good for that country. Well, it's gonna go back to like um, Spanish flu, the 1900s, 1910s, 1915s, where when America made its own shit, you know, we had our own factories and we produced hey, something. Look, I give I give credit by, by proxy, by indirect, you know, causality that Trump is in office, but if America turns out to become great again on his watch and America starts producing its own goods, I don't care if he doesn't uh, enact the, uh, you know, the production act or whatever private companies to start helping out because America will figure it out without him, with or without him. They'll just figure it out. They'll just figure out the company's got to start being self-sufficient. Our problems are not the government's problems. Our problems are communities. Our problems are on the state level. Our problems got to be solved by every local community in America. And that's we the thing. That's the thing. Trump's office sent out these postcards to every household in the U.S. And what it said was abide by local and state officials. Amen. Federal. Didn't, even, didn't even say federal. It didn't even say federal. We're at, right. a, we're at a state level right now. We went way the fuck down. Well, that, that fucking that's, state and county and city level, not even the fucking federal. That's level. what makes America great, is that there's this idea of federalism. Federalism is what makes America unique. Is that each state has their own sovereignty in a way. It's like, as much as we think you're America is right. one country, you're right. you're every state right. operates like the way in Europe, like how they tried to unionize like Europe. Every, every state, state every own, state has its opportunity to, to operate independently until yeah. federal has to jump in and correct that if it gets too out of line. Right. And then, right. but then within the state, you got fucking counties. And then within the county, you got cities. But give me, I'll give you a totally different out of the blue five year old, 10 year old example. Bethes yeah. Bethesda, the city of Bethesda got rid of all fast food. In the city of Bethesda had a huge boost in economy, in small business, local business, independent breweries, independent uh, pubs, independent restaurants, because they got because Bethesda said no fast food, no McDonald's, no Burger King, no Wendy's, no nothing, no Arby's, no fuck it. Uh, there's in Bethesda, I think there's one, maybe two Seven Elevens. There's no fast food in Bethesda. There's a fucking shit. And, and so it even grew to the point to where there's this, uh, there's this event once a year, Taste of Bethesda. And it's all the local independent mom and pop restaurants, pubs, breweries, delicatessens, <sighs> bakeries, 
I would honestly prefer if we didn't right? have large monopolized corporations and we had a bunch of small businesses. And, and throughout and throughout Montgomery County, I could, I could I could be wrong about this, but throughout Montgomery County, I don't know. I have no fucking clue where the nearest Walmart or Target is. I have no clue. I think there's one Target. I think there's one or two Targets. Does that um, affect you? Like, do you do you like care? Positively, it, it affects me. I think. There's these, there's these mini marts. There's this, like I was telling you, the beer and wine store. There's, there's, there's Travilla beer and wine that the Asian Americans own. There's uh, up the other road. There's the Darnstown mini mart or wherever the fuck by the Domino, by the Domino's pizza that we, we went to and, and uh, the, the Pakistani American uh, Americans own that. And it's like these independent mom and pop shops even better, it's immigrants because that's what America's made of. It's immigrants opening up a tiny little shop, making a buck or two, you know, entrepreneurs and doing their and, and doing their thing from the ground up, as opposed to fucking corporate who's who uh fucking Walmart, Target, uh and look, I don't Walmart I don't... and Target has a terrible stigma against it right now. But when I say Walmart and Target, I mean, shit. I mean, I would go to Walmart or Target for something. I, I would go to them for formula if I had to. I go to Giant for formula if I have to. I go to Trader Joe's or, you know, shoppers for was formula. Was that my boy Gabe? Yes, that was my boy Gabe. He did a, he did a, Gah. you know, he heard formula and he was like, I'm hungry again. Good. All right, hold on one second. Yeah. Now, and yeah, um, I mean, that's a stigma when I say Walmart or Target. That's just a negative stigma because I would go to them first and foremost if I had to get formula for my kid. But small businesses first. And I think this event, it's terrible, man. Like a lot of people are dying. A lot of old people are dying. A lot of kids are dying. I mean, a lot of people are dying in general, and that's and, and that's terrible. What? Not a lot not, of kids. Well, not not a lot of kids, but uh, uh, but the point I'm trying to make is that I don't think this is a good thing, but I think something good will come of it. There's always something good that comes of it. I mean, with the Spanish flu that we had, you know, that sh that drastically changed us and made us persevere, and this is and we're going to persevere from this as well. But I mean, the next agenda is not only human beings have never evolved to something greater without having their backs against the wall. Yeah, I, I I'd say for my next agenda, you know, um, small small wise, uh, like I already mentioned, you know, I got the shows, sinister, a couple of films that I got to finish up editing. Um, Agenda wise, big, uh, big agenda wise, you know, I got the kid, keep him safe, keep him healthy and take advantage of this downtime so that this kid knows me because who knows what happens down the line. Something big comes up. I got to, I got to skip town. I got to deploy. I got to, uh, who knows as long as this kid's getting every minute of my time now. Amen. Is the best parenting and the best the best fatherhood this could this kid could receive. Best investment you're ever gonna make in your life for sure. 
Um, last couple of seconds, sign off with any socials, any plugs you want to put out there? Yeah, I mean, uh, go ahead and visit uh, slash or um, slash my shop slash Oracle Health. Link in the description. I've got an immunity pack, $70 for a liter of soap that'll last you a year and a half, an immunity pack with echinacea, and the most rich source vitamin C from acerola cherries um, in the immunity pack and twist tube. So be sure to check that out. Uh, subscribe to Dead on Pictures, subscribe to Patients of Podcast. Zombie Squadcast coming soon. We're going to have Chris uh, on the next podcast. I hope he is currently uh, deconstructing an engine. Uh, he's not deconstructing. COVID. Decon means he's decontaminating. Oh, he's he's cleaning. He's cleaning an engine. Yes. They're bleaching every orifice of that of that fire truck. Yes. Decon means decontaminate, not deconstruct. So why can't he why can't after cleaning, after doing a little polish of an engine, can he hop on a podcast? Is the question. It's a fire engine. I don't know if you've ever been in a fire engine. It probably it it he said it could take up to anywhere between six to twelve hours to decon a fire engine, or it's either a fire engine or an AMBO that they're deconning. And yeah, brother, if it was a coronavirus patient, they're going through every little crevice and orifice. You've been in an ambulance? I've been in an ambulance. And there's all these fucking- I worked on one very briefly. And they're they're bleach, they're they're Clorox wiping every little fucking crevice and nook and cranny in that fucking thing. And they're- Oh, and they're, and they're probably and they're probably piggybacking on each other. So as he's going through every yeah. little crevice, one the first crevice to the one hundredth crevice, someone behind him is redoing the first crevice and the second crevice up to one hundredth crevice. It takes hours. I've I've done that with the military to an extent, mm-hmm. and that and I can see how that would take fucking six to 12 hours to decon a fucking vehicle, an emergency vehicle, an AMBO or a fire truck. Fuck yeah, dude. So um, I'm going to get a date and time for the next uh, tech fall appearance. I'll get a date and time with you. I've got a bunch of other freelancers in town that want to jump on and, and discuss their quarantine, Corona teen extravaganzers. And so we'll figure it out, man. We'll get them on there. But until next time, um like mickey said uh subscribe like share comment ring the bell get the notifications watch every single episode like subscribe comment 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 share your thoughts uh if i get one comment i i guarantee i'll I'll respond to it and i'll shout out to it because uh based on our viewership right now we ain't getting shit so you know you're gonna be the first one we hear from but we we love the struggle, we love the hustle and grind, and we we're 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 here we're we're here in the fucking quarantine of our basements and of our attics, taking advantage of it. So hopefully we can build upon this and reach out to each other. <clears throat> uh, until next time, like I said, like, subscribe, subscribe, click all the links in the description below. Get some get get Mickey some sales on his Amway uh, on his on his uh, neutral lights and on his uh, product. Check out my shit. Hit it, click it, love it, like it, and catch you next time.